Welcome to the Florida Travel Podcast, episode 83 about rainy day fun in Florida. The Florida Travel Podcast is a podcast to help Florida residents and visitors get more out of the Sunshine State. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. And this week we are sponsored by Viator. Viator is your all-in-one site for attractions and things to do, especially in the Sunshine State. And guess what? They have rainy day activities as well. You can find discount tickets, exclusive behind-the-scenes tours, skip the line access, and so much more. Plus, you can reserve now and pay later with Viator's free cancellation and flexible payment options. Start booking your Florida activities now. Visit floridatravelpod.com slash Viator to get started. All right, I'm ready for this, Christina. Well, before we talk about rainy days in Florida, um, we got to talk about the Florida tip of the week. Now, right. listen, listen here for all of you people who are now listening <laughs> from out of the state of Florida. If there's one thing other than sunshine that this this state knows <laughs> the about, the sunshine state knows about rainy days. All of our taglines deal with sun, yep. and we're talking about rain. But, but listen, okay, we know about the rain. That's because we can function in all weather, other than snow. We can't function in snow. We can function in all weather. And and when you um, deal with Florida, you deal with rain no matter what. So you might have sun all the time, but there's always a little rain mixed in. So what's your tip? My tip is to keep an umbrella in your car and a small travel one in your backpack. Exactly. My son has, because he's on campus, he's walking to and from buildings. They're not all covered parkway. Parkways? Walkways? I'm Walkways. Not sure where you're going with that. <laughs> Walkways. And so, yeah, he does. He has a small umbrella that he keeps in his backpack. And, and in Florida, there's very, very few days that rain all day. So you still have to have your sunscreen. Excellent. Yeah. So you found things to do for rainy days because... Because it rains, because it rains. all <laughs> the time. And so I know that, you know, I know that this is, this is, rainy season is typically during the summer, but this is just to prepare you for the fact that it rains in Florida. It just so much of the year we have rain, we have hurricane season. Our hurricane season doesn't even end until November so there's lots of rain to be had. So there's there's times where you're just going to need to either suck it up and deal with the rain <laughs> or find something else to do. And so I have compiled a list of some ideas for you, but really the ideas are endless. There's just, we're just going to start off here. Okay. Okay. So I started off with museums because museums are, there's a plethora of museums in Florida. They're all over the place. Some of our favorites are here on this list, but you are pretty much guaranteed to find a museum anywhere you go. We just talked a lot about museums on our previous episode in Winter Park, too. Yes. Some of them that I didn't even know existed. Yep. And then there's some of them that you just shouldn't miss. And that's why we talk about them frequently, which is my first one on the list, Salvador Dali. Ah, the Dali Museum. Yeah. You should never miss the Dali Museum if you have the chance. It's in St. Petersburg. It has an unparalleled collection of works by... Salvador Dali. Um, he has the iconic melting clock, which you will find in every one of his paintings, to imaginative visual illusions. I'm not sure, like, symbolically, he's, you, you look at his pictures and you can just see his mind was sort of out of control. He was, um, he, <laughs> he was, was not a madman, though. No, not he's a very man. smart. But he just had this, like, 
his mind was just probably not controllable. But you can shop, play, wander, and quench your curiosity for all things Salvador Dali and beyond. Lots to see and do at the Salvador Dali Museum in Tampa. And it is a great rainy day activity. Could get you through an entire afternoon of thunderstorms. Exactly. Because they have a permanent exhibit and special exhibit. So it is something to check out every you know six months or so because the special exhibits change. Now, the next one on my list is in Sarasota, the Ringling Museum, and Tanya's the expert on I that. I love the Ringling. And I'm not even the expert because I haven't really explored the art museum or the Ka Design, which was their the, the Ringling's home. They do have an extensive collection of art. They do have a beautiful, ornate home. I particularly love the Circus Museum, though, because it is all the history of the circus, even down to this large, massive miniatures display. <laughs> it's a large miniature display. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I did, that was a very big oxymoron, wasn't it? Um, it is a large display made up of miniatures. Like, there's something like over 60,000 pieces but in from this like display. The old circus. Right, exactly. From when the circus came on the train into town and it shows you kind of every step along the way from the train unloading to the um, food tents to the where the animals were housed to what the actual displays look like it was just there's so much in, into it so, so I think it's really really cool so a museum but something a little different it is it is absolutely I mean where else are you going to go see a history of the circus of the circus right I, that's not you might see circus stuff in in some history museums, but you're not going to see a whole and museum dedicated to the history of the circus. Ringling, like the oh, biggest yeah, circus. iconic, right? Yeah. So we also have science centers on our museum list because there's science centers all over Florida. Um, the Orlando Science Center is ours here in Central Florida, and the Orlando Science Center here is four stories with an IMAX theater, a planetarium. They have all the science exhibits, of course. They have things that come through as special events and exhibits, um, but everything you can expect from a science center, only it's ginormous. And I think science centers, I mean, you have you have Mosey in... Tampa, Tampa mm -hmm. right? There's one in Jacksonville. You visited one in Palm Beach. There's one in Miami. And that's what I'm getting to here. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I was going to, I didn't mean to jump on where you, no, this is Rivard. I didn't get there. Oh, okay. Um, I, what I like about the science centers is that they really, a lot of them really, really do cater towards kids. So when you have Families, kids yeah. and you are looking for something as rainy day, but you still want them to be active, there's a lot of hands-on activities. Yeah, and the, you mentioned the one in, in um, West Palm, the Cox Science Center. Yeah, That's so that it, one yeah. has um, that one has the um, golf, golf course. They have the STEM science out in the like physics area. They have an aquarium in there, uh, and that one makes a really great a great day of fun. They have a snack bar, so you can eat there too. The, I mean, if it's rainy day, you don't want to do the, the outdoor stuff, but they have an aquarium, and there's activities um, for the kids to do throughout the whole the whole uh, science center. So there's Brevard Museum of History and Natural Science uh, exhibits in Windover, Brevard's oldest archaeological dig site. Um, they That's have, cool. Yeah. They have a, a section for pioneer women, Florida crackers. That is not a derogatory term, by the way. I, I just want, I'm pointing that out for our audience just in case they haven't heard our previous episodes where we mentioned Florida crackers. 
um, the Canaveral Lighthouse. Um, they have a reference and research library, which I love those. Have you ever been to a science museum where you ha where you have the little library in no. there? They're really, really neat. And you can sit there and do activities. There's always a specialist in there who can help you out. Um, it talks about the citrus industry there. There's a butterfly garden, which if it's rainy day, you don't want to go out there. But um, Well, I can tell you one that has a butterfly garden that is enclosed. And that's, you mentioned archaeological digs. So we've talked about the Florida Museum, Museum of, of Natural, Natural History, History in Gainesville. And their butterfly garden is an enclosed um, space. It's like an enclosed um Greenhouse. Greenhouse. I was gonna say yeah, like it's <laughs> but it's but it's like two stories tall. It's huge. So you're not feeling those greenhouse heat. It is um but it is definitely a worthwhile trip. It's one of my favorite museums too. Uh okay, so something else I put on here um was the St. Augustine Pirate and Treasure <laughs> Museum. I love now, that place. I love that place. It's set up so as you tour through it, it's kind of like a pirate ship. Yes. And so it makes you feel like you're walking through the pirate ship, but it's it's set up to be like Port Royal in the 1600s, um, you know, where cannon fire was ringing and it was the golden age of piracy. Um, there, It's very interactive and immersive. There's obviously you can walk in and ask for any of their scavenger hunts and, and things that to help with the kids getting through the museum. You can view artifacts from sunken wrecks. There's a lot of information about sunken wrecks, which is a big deal on that coast. It's on the East coast and, and people um, have, there's a lot of information about some people, like people who went out and, and toured these wrecks in diving excursions. Um, you can stand at the captain's wheel aboard the vessel and it's cause it's set up like a pirate ship. So, well, and it is, I mean, St. Augustine has such a varied and vast history that, you know, pirates and pirating is a part of that and treasure is a part of that. And yeah, I, I like this place too, cause it is interactive. Yeah. They so have a knot tying station there. They have a knot tying, you can fire some cannons, you can, you know, search for clues. It is, it's both learning and interactive. So it's something for everyone. And the Philip and Patricia Frost Museum of Science is a place to explore the skies and the sea, which oh, I thought was kind of cool. That is really cool. Where is that? So, uh, oh gosh, I didn't write you, down where it was. <laughs> you keep talking. I'll look. Okay. So the, the museum has a planetarium. So that's the, the exploring the sky, which is really cool because not a lot of science centers are big enough to have a planetarium. Um, you can, so it has a, it's very state of the art surround sound system for immersion, 16 million color, 8,000 projected display. I'm not wow. sure what that means. 8,000. Uh, something like pixels, maybe. I'm going to guess that it's just a really vivid picture. <laughs> it's in located their, on Biscayne Boulevard in, in Miami. In Miami, that's right. Okay. Um, above the planetarium is the lowest of the aquarium's three levels where you can learn about the Gulf Stream, which I thought was really neat because the Gulf Stream is such a huge part of Florida like waters. Um, and, you know, it's not something that you should ignore because it deals with so much with our weather so that, you know, it impacts our environment all over the world with the Gulf Stream. And um, and that's something else that they talk a lot about at that museum is weather. They have a <laughs> National Coral Reef Conservancy as well. I think that's really interesting, too. It's something very specific to Florida, right, that we're going right. to talk about the coral reefs and you can talk about it and learn about it here at the Frost Science Center. So and they have dinosaurs, too. They, they have all do. kinds of bones. Yeah, so they, so they have each level holds different exhibits dealing with flight, natural science and hands on um, area with physics and biology. And um, each exhibit sits alongside the subsequent levels of the aquarium. So 
there's also an aquarium there. By the way. I like that. I mean, a lot of these science centers do have some planetariums, though. Theirs looks really impressive as well. All right. So something we've talked about on this show before is indoor adventure parks. Yeah. Now, this is something that's, I don't know, I've seen these all over the country, you know, indoor adventure parks, but some of these are really extreme and fun. Um, Elevate is one we have an entire episode dedicated to, so I'm not going to go into too much detail on Elevate because you can listen to the episode, but Elevate has indoor go-karts, they have an indoor mini golf, they have indoor bowling, they have an arcade, they have a a ropes course. And This episode 56, by the way. Just I had to go back and look. I'm like, that was quite a while ago that we talked about that. But yeah, Elevate is so much fun. Ropes course, rock climbing. Um, and then there's another one, same sort of setup in Fort Lauderdale, the Extreme Action Park. They also have, um, you can race go-karts, you can play games, there's food there too. Um, same same sort of a, a setup just in Fort Lauderdale. Nice. So you can probably find a lot of these indoor adventure parks if you just Google indoor adventure park in the nearest city. Now there's a big difference between an indoor adventure park and like a sky uh what's it called sky zone jump trampoline oh well yeah because that's just right so those there's those two there's those two so something else you can consider if you have younger kids is bounce house or trampoline parks but um elevate and this extreme action park they're big deal like you know and rock climbing is another another thing that you'll find in, in the adventure parks too indoor rock climbing but we We've mentioned iFly before, haven't we? Talked you about know, iFly? I don't know if we have. I feel like we have, but iFly is in Orlando and it is an indoor skydiving experience. So at at you basically go in and they go through a little lesson with you. You get all geared up and you get to go in this wind tunnel. It, it's for <laughs> lack of a better explanation, it, yeah, it is. It's, it's a giant tube. Yeah, you are going to. And it simulates skydiving. So they have, yes, there's one in Orlando, but there's also Fort Lauderdale, Jacksonville, and Tampa. And, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. You mentioned, you said that they were in Orlando, but I knew that this was a nationwide company, actually. So they have them all over Florida. They do. Um, And and also, apparently, they do things related to STEM. So if you wanted to look up some of their programs, yeah, so look up some of their programs and see if there's, you know, if you want to make a more of a an experience you can participate in learning about you know it deals with the technology and gravity and all the you know Way science stuff turn this into a learning opportunity i have a tendency to do that kind of but i like that it's kind of <laughs> hidden though too like hey kids let's go do By some indoor sky, skydiving <laughs> and then they just happen to learn you know some some science and uh, technology behind it i love it um, have you ever been to Ripley's, believe it or not? I have been to a Ripley's, believe it or not. Not the one you're going to talk about. So St. Augustine. I have been to one in New York, actually. But my kids have been to the one in St. Augustine. So Ripley's, believe it or not, is, I mean, it's just, have you did you ever watch that show when you were younger? <laughs> no. Ripley's. I know exactly what you're talking about, but no. Yeah, so that it's based off of Ripley's, the television show, but it's like all the weirdest things, you know, shrunken heads, a wax replica of the world's tallest man, the world's smallest production car. You can take a picture with a lizard man or walk through a vortex tunnel. Have you ever walked through a vortex tunnel? Um, it's 
explain what that is. So it's like it make it's like a optical illusion. So I did it at um what was the name of that place that we went to that had all the weird optical illusions? Illu- Mu- museum of Illusions. Yeah, Museum of Illusions. That's another museum to go to. So you walk, yes, that's also in Orlando. So you walk through this tunnel and it's it's like a vortex and it makes you feel like you're falling over. Like I couldn't walk straight through the tunnel. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. I have walked through some of those. You you get very disillusioned and you start you to You start lean. to fall over. Like, we, and I love this. We're both leaning I a little bit. I couldn't stop myself. And I knew I was, I knew I could just walk straight through so you can do it two ways one helps you walk through straight and one if you don't do what it says it will you'll fall over and i was falling over under the railing That's it's so really funny cool. so ripley's believe it or not is a really cool fun museum with a lot of interesting strange things to see um you had talked about indoor adventure parks and you talked about i fly and and you know ripley's i don't know if it's a museum or an adventure or an attraction, but I want to come back to an indoor adventure park and it's Top Golf. Have this is not oh, one of those places yeah. you when you were talking about iFly, it reminded I don't know for some reason it reminded me of Top Golf. Top Golf is also nationwide. I have a friend on a mission to go to all of them. By the way, I mean her and her fiance absolutely love these. They have a blast doing them. It is you are hitting balls out onto a, a, a green Fake green um but, but it's they all have measurements covered. right well yeah and it's all covered where you're at so it is a dining experience it is um so you can arrive and check in and eat and hit some golf balls but it just they have a great time doing it um they it seems to be a lot of fun you know whether you're aspiring golf pro or just picking up a club for the first time everyone has a great time at top golf imagine those places though too where they have you see it in the movies from time to time basically like a a putty not a putting green but they're there yeah they're hitting and playing and trying to um it's just something different, I guess, than regular golf. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. They have locations in Florida, um, in Orlando, Lake Mary, Tampa. There's a few others, Fort Myers, Jacksonville, uh, Miami, Tam- and Tampa. So, so it's another great indoor activity, too. That's kind of indoors, but kind of not. Um, another place that uh, is kind of unique is... Um, did you know that we have casinos in Florida? What? I know. Seminole, Seminole Hard Rock Casino in Tampa. Now, this place is kind of a, more like a, if you're looking to come to Florida, you you might want to stay for a weekend or make a trip of, of that, of, you know, going to Seminole Hard Rock. You can make a whole weekend out of it. Um, they have resort, it's like a resort style place they to stay. They do have a massive hotel mm-hmm. too. They have um, it's, you know, it's a little bit of Las Vegas here in Tampa, glitzy lights, slot machines, a buzzing casino floor with all of the Las Vegas ambiance. Uh, there's always music and shows to see, and they have incredible restaurants that are on site, sushi, burgers, anything you can imagine right there on site. Um, and lots of, you know, lounges with the live entertainment all throughout the place. So if you're there for a weekend and you're like, oh, hey, we're hanging out at the pool. Oh, it's Florida. And it's three o'clock and it's thunderstorming. Let me go inside and, you know, get cleaned up, see a show, see some, you know, get some dinner and, and enjoy a night in the casino. Um, obviously it, this is more of an adult, less family type 
um, activity to do, but it keeps you out of the rain, but it also gives you a whole weekend of events where you can go inside, outside, and all around and never even leave the place. You can take a Victory Casino Cruise for a day also and, and on Port Canaveral, just hop on a ship for a day and go out to sea and gamble. Depending on how bad the weather is. Since true. we're talking about rainy That's true. days. <laughs> You're not going out there when it's hurricane, hurricane hur- season, right? hurricanes, yeah. but I or mean, hurricane. Well, hur- yeah. you can go out there during hurricane season, just not hurricane. Yeah. Again, that's definitely an adults only rainy day activity. So, um, what I have next on the list here is, um, I, I, I know that there's dinner shows all around the country, but I have to say, Orlando dinner shows are something of a spectacle to see because Orlando is loaded with a lot of really talented performers. That, and I mean, I think people come here for a themed experience like the theme parks which Mm -hmm. you know our producer did remind us that you know even if it's raining the theme parks are still open and you know we just deal with it and it's not a terrible experience but yeah you have a lot of themed things going on here and a dinner show is definitely a theme so we have you know orlando is a cornucopia of dinner shows i mean they're they're all over the place but we have Pirates Dinner Adventure, which we've talked about before. And yes, I was a gypsy girl at Pirates. Um, I flew in the sky. Pirates is what it sounds like. It's pirates taking over. They kidnap all of the people and they bring you into their ship. And you watch the show. All the pirates compete and they swing on ropes. It's a stunt show. There's singing. There's acting. There's um, a lot of high-flying type stunts and fighting. And, and there's a princess and, you know rescue and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's it's just a lot of fun and there's um you know unlimited food and drink or I guess it's not okay. really unlimited. I'm hungry. I know I'm so <laughs> hungry. Um you know it's it's just a fun night out. So if you know hey we're we're going to be needing some uh some indoor activity tonight you can pick up Pirates Dinner Adventure. There's also Medieval Times, which is also just what it sounds like. It's stepping back in time, watching the horses do their jousting and their sword fighting. And there's a princess, I think. <laughs> I, I mean, it's medieval, so there's got to be kings and queens, I right? Have been, yeah, I've been to Medieval Times several times. Um, it's just a fun, you know, you cheer for your horse rider in their jousting and their sword fighting um, another favorite of mine, have you been to Sleuths? I have not. Sleuths no. is so fun. It's a murder mystery, um, you know, who done it kind of thing. And you sit in the audience and watch the performers and it's kind of think clue. Oh it's, yeah. You know, I mean, it's a mystery. Like you said, murder mystery. Yep. And they, they involve the audience. It's a lot of improv acting, um, very fun, very talented performers at Sleuths. And then you can step back in time again and go to the 20s into Capone's. Now, um, I have not seen Capone's in a really long time. There's a lot of singing and dancing at Capone's. Well, and they're also, I mean, it's dinner theater, right? So mm-hmm. you're also talking about, hey, there's this is a show. This happens just to be a show about gangsters. Yeah, exactly. And Al Capone. <laughs> it's it's just such a neat little we talked we've talked on this show before about the some of the speakeasies that we've found throughout the state. So this just kind of gives you a little um 
uh, show where you can where you can experience that. So you can also um, do a dress the part option at Capone. Oh, how fun! Do I get a discount if I dress the part? <laughs> um, actually, I think you have to buy the. Costume. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> so you can get really into it at Capone's and and do something fun. I found another one too. Since you were talking about you know a lot of these places being in Orlando areas, I thought okay, and I know you've got a couple places in Jacksonville here that we're going to talk about. Um, I just decided, I'm like, well, I bet Miami's got some things as well. And I found a Miami improv dinner theater. So it is not only, it's an improv show, it's a comedy show, and they serve food and drinks. Mm, They have empanadas and tacos and quesadillas. And you know that anytime you do improv, you're going to get an entirely different show every time. Of course. And that's, that's very similar to Sleuths as well. It's a little different every time. Uh, In Jacksonville, there's the Dinner Detective, which is similar to Sleuths in that you solve a hilarious mystery while you feast on their fantastic dinner. The culprit could be hiding in plain sight somewhere in the room, and it may also be you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the culprit? (laughs) You might be the culprit, Tanya. What? Oh, I had no idea. And now you said you have done Alhambra. I have been to the Alhambra Theater. Uh, It is a beautiful old theater outside of Jacksonville. And it is your quintessential dinner theater where you are seeing a show, a, you know, a live show, usually a musical. I think all of these are musicals that I see on there. Yeah, it is. I think it's all musical. I think it's always musical, but they also um, serve you food and the food is good. The entertainment is spectacular. And it's one of those where the theater is in around, you know, so you've got three sides of audience so that you can fit more people in there appropriately with the dinner moving through too. I never found it to be distracting when we were being served. Um, And yeah, it was just, it was a really nice experience. It's a great way to see dinner in a show. So um, obviously a movie theater is always an option for an indoor activity oh, yeah. to do. We in talked Florida. about Enzion too, as far as dinner theaters go too. Right. And and also in, here in Orlando, we have iDrive and there's pretty much anything that you can think of museum wise or activity wise to do. Like Wonderworks Museum is a, you know, a whole day's event where you can go in. You've done Wonderworks I've before. I've done Wonderworks, yeah. yes. I mean, I drive is definitely, like we said, Orlando is all about their themes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So check around in your area for indoor activities to do. But so Tanya, um, oh, what is it? Yes. yes? Go ahead. Ask me. Uh, what? <laughs> I wasn't ready for whatever you were going to ask. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> took I, me by surprise. I just wanted to ask you what your rapid fire top oh, three were. Man, it's all going to be about food right now. I I'm know, telling I'm you. So <laughs> Why are we always hungry? I don't know. We should learn how to eat before we get here. I did eat. I had a bowl of cereal. Oh, that's not that's not good enough. That's not filling enough. <laughs> um, I need to check out some of these indoor adventure parks, I think is definitely high on my list, like Elevate or even the Extreme Action Park. I think those sound like a lot of fun. I, I actually, I'm not a golfer. I have no desire to go golfing, but I do want to check out Top Golf because it has I, food. Be, well, yeah, there is food. Um, but I mean, my friends have such a great time every time they go. So Top Golf is on my list. And um, Pirates Dinner Theater, which I actually will be going to soon. Are you really? I am. Yes, I'll tell you all about you it. You have soon. to tell me all about it. The show is very different from when I participated in it. <laughs> and um, you? 
Um, so I want to go to Alhambra. I think you'd love it. I think I would love it too. In fact, until I researched this episode, I've done everything on this list except for that. Oh. And the Jacksonville, the dinner detective, because I it's far, you know, that's right. not like a normal. Um, okay, so I want to do Alhambra. I really want to do Top Golf. Can we do that as a date night? Because we have yes, one here, right? That's a great idea. Let's yeah. do that. Because you want to go and I would love, I like hitting golf balls. I think it's okay. really fun. So uh, my dad took me to do the driving range and I love doing that. Um, I'm always up for an adventure park, but honestly, um, I think I want to try out that Robert and Patricia Frost Museum because, you oh, know, yeah, that looked really, really interesting. I thought it was neat between the combination of the skies and the, and the water. Um, I love, I love that too. So, okay. It is time for our featured Florida product of the week. And each week we share our favorite Florida products from small businesses throughout the state. Christina, you found a really interesting place. <laughs> Tucci umbrellas. I love it. So they're manufactured in Miami, Florida, and the company is known for their sleek, contemporary, commercial-grade umbrella designs. I know we're talking about rain here today, but these umbrellas are also to protect you from the sun. Oh, perfect. So check out, they have restaurant umbrellas, patio umbrellas, parasols, all of those things. Um, tons of products for all of your wildest umbrella needs. Love it. I mean, who knew? I mean, of course, Flor of course Florida, of course would, Florida have would have an umbrella. Place like this yeah <laughs> but i never knew that's fantastic uh what what is next stay tuned where are we going next week why don't i figure that out I while think, you talk i think that we should keep that one a surprise we should keep it a surprise okay because we don't <laughs> know we don't know <laughs> <laughs> i i know i know we have something special in store but we are you you talk i'll find it okay so be sure to follow us on facebook and instagram at florida travel pod or floridatravelpod.com these are all places where we share the things that we are doing, pictures, little stories and such about what's going on in our travel life. But it's also a great way for you to communicate things if we've done it and you want to tell us more about what you've done there. Or if you have an idea like, hey, you haven't covered this yet. Can you do that? You can email us at hello at floridatravelpod.com. You can support the Florida Travel Pod by following us or leaving us a review on your favorite podcast player. This helps others discover our content. And if you enjoy our content, consider supporting us on Patreon. We really, really, really appreciate your support. You can go to patreon.com slash Florida Travel Pod, and we're going to give you shout outs, postcards, stickers, and more. And if you support us, it really does allow us to dedicate more time to research the best content from the Sunshine State. Christina, I found it. Next week, we're going to talk about my trip to Tampa. Oh, that's right. Tampa. <laughs> that's we it for forgot. this week. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. Stay sunny, everyone. Now all you have to say is... Alexa, play Collage Travel Radio on TuneIn. What was that? Alexa, play Collage Travel Radio on TuneIn. Really? Now Collage Travel Radio expands our reach to TuneIn's 30 million U.S.-based listeners via TuneIn's app. Wow! Plus 200 connected devices and auto partners, which include Tesla, Volvo, Sonos, Amazon, Samsung, and others. This is Collage Travel Radio.